have your, your phones ready with john at ondomedia.com because uh, we're hoping maybe a few of you might... Uh, well, see, somebody's calling right now. Ooh, let's hold. Hello, it's John. This is the last chance from Bank of America with important changes. This is all it takes for me to go absolutely bonkers and just start screaming and cussing. It's- let's not scream and cuss on the podcast. This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. Well, hello, everyone. I'm John, and along with me is my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. And this is episode, and we had to just look at look through it. It's episode 19. Hey. So we are, a, uh, we are a podcast for small business, well, really any business, but we do a lot with small business because both Angel and myself have small businesses. I have a video production company. Angel has a full-time job. She does customer service, but she has a side gig here at home where she has a cupcake business, hence why we're marketing media and cupcakes if you're just tuning in on episode 19 for the first time. So yes. we're going to talk about today uh, our vacation. You might say, oh, geez, it's going to be a slideshow. I'm tuning on to another podcast. But don't wait, wait, wait. Don't go yet. Don't go. Because our little vacation to the state up north, which I'm not allowed to say, but it begins with an M um, because we live in Ohio. But <laughs> we went up there and we had we learned some things. And we have some questions we want to ask our fellow small business people, especially those of you who we have a lot of people, obviously, who follow us with bakeries and cupcakes. And it's made us think about some questions, and quite honestly, uh, we'd like to get some of your input because some questions were were stirred up while we were up there. And I want to ask uh, some of those people. So get your phones ready. Get ready for John at OnnoMedia.com because we'd like to hear from you. Possibly, we may even put you on the podcast because quite honestly, we're at the point where we need some help uh, with a couple of questions we have. But first, we've got away from this for the last few episodes. Angel, give us a baking tip. Well, I I would have to say one of the things that I've been discovering lately, and I think everybody who does bake at home um, does this, and I've just I haven't gotten down to the perfect science of the temperature of your oven. So oh. every oven is slightly different. Yes. Um, and I purchased a what I believe to be a higher end product, <laughs> uh, hashtag KitchenAid, and I I'm starting to struggle again with the oven actually being the second round, which we won't get into. Which and is really funny because we found out the other week that, that some in-laws of some of the top-end uh, officers of KitchenAid listen to our podcast. It's so, Yeah, it's like it's really down low, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah. And she's like, you should have called me. I could have fixed this for you. But that's neither here nor there. Yes. But I'm noticing lately that the back of the oven is hotter than the front um, in that my some of my vanilla cupcakes get a tinge browner in the back than the front. Now I feel like I need to be a technical geek here because you have a you have a you have a double oven. Yes. And the top one is convection. Is it convection? That is correct. It's got a turbo fan in yep, it. Yep, but I do but, not use convection while baking because it creates too much of a wind tunnel and the tops of said items will be potentially slightly askew, if so, you will. So for those of you who are like me who don't bake and like I hear convection, what, what convection is basically, my understanding, is like a muffin fan and it's moving the air through the oven, thus making it cook faster because the air is circulating, much like if you're outside and hot air is blowing in your face, you bake faster. Exactly. And your lower oven's a normal oven. Correct. Um, what I'm discovering, though, and I've been trying to calibrate it and I've just, I've not had much luck, is the fact that you again. You set the temperature. It's for three fifty, and it's not three fifty. And it's not three fifty. It's like at a on a, at a good point. It's three thirty five. So when I tried to make some adjustments, I found that that necessarily perhaps my thermostat that I was using was incorrect, or I didn't have it positioned properly. Because you bought an external thermostat. I bought something that uh, internal. So yeah. one that goes 
Yes. Inside that I can read God only register. knows where the actual KitchenAid thermometer could be. It could be in the back. I don't know. I, it, it, yeah, exactly. And I think I need to maybe try again and push it toward the back because I had it at the front um, and it was registering lower. But I'm also noticing, again, things in the back are getting overly browned. Yeah. And when you're baking a cupcake, and especially what I like to do, which are minis, the batter, it's very little batter. Yep. You start moving things around midway through baking to try to get something even you end up losing some of that air, that lift, and then they kind of fall. So um, still haven't called KitchenAid because I, I don't have the strength right now to go through the process of explaining to them what I believe to be an issue. So is is the temperature consistent, though? Is it always 335 when it's at 350? Is it something you can cal- you can work, work around? I still need to try a couple of different things. So again, that's maybe my baking tip isn't a tip, but more of a... It's a cry for help. It's a cry for help, but also... <laughs> It's something to let everybody else know, pay attention, because yeah. every, everything bakes at a slightly different rate. Um, you know, it may say 375, but depending on what you're doing, and if you modify recipes like I do, you may need to lower the temperature because you've got more batter, so it has to cook longer, and you don't want things to cook on the outside and not in the middle. Let's just so, face it, it's all part of the great conspiracy of life that we are told <laughs> it's something and it's not, and the next thing you know, all life has gone to heck in a handbasket because... We trust things we shouldn't trust. So don't oh. trust anything is the message of our podcast today. That is not what we're trying to say. No, that's what John's just being to... sarcastic in case you don't uh, really, haven't I... figured out his tone yet. Nobody. <laughs> well, how often? Let's let's talk about this. And this is part of our whole. Uh, it's not a gripe session today, but it's like how many times? And we talked about this in the customer service. Somebody says they're going to do something for you, and it's not there. And it's gotten to the point as I get older in life that I don't I don't believe anybody is telling me anything. Whether it's news, whether it's my oven temperature, whether it's my, the car that is was that I dropped off a week ago, my my beautiful Chevy that I dropped off to get a thing repaired on it, and it was supposed to be done two days ago, and I'm waiting for the call today to tell us it's still not done yet, and it was just like a new tire was all they were going to put on it. Yeah, it's uh, that was the kiss of death because he gave them till Monday, and I was like, oh, that so. was a bad idea because then they're like, oh, we've got plenty of time and. As I know, we all know, things don't work I out. know small business people, they get this, they fr- they're frustrated because we all try to do a good job. Yes. And then other people let us down, and we just lose it. I, and I, so I know those of you who are out there, you're small business people, I know you're with me. And I'm just here to tell you, <laughs> I understand your pain. He understands. Let us join in the sharing of the pain and grow from it. That's a Star Trek Five line. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know that. It's but a hey. horrible movie. Anyway, but just as a tip slash whatever, just pay attention to your baking times, pay attention to is your oven newer, older, maybe get yourself a thermometer, play around with it and see, just make sure that you're, you're spot on with what you're, you know, the temperature in your oven and and adjust accordingly. It makes total sense. Don't believe everything you see. There you go. Uh, So, so that actually is a beautiful segue into our topics. (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to share several several things that happened just in our past week, which I thought would be fun to share. We'd love to give your input. I was going to tell some people, too. You know, we, we've just gone over, and I know some of you are on Instagram, and you, you probably have thousands of followers. And we aren't there yet because we're a fairly new podcast. But I want to say... Um, Pencil Point Marketing and Period Podcast and uh, UA Family Chiropractic, which I think is here in town, and uh, 
podcast media facts and some other folks have all started following us on Instagram. I'm going to start giving shout outs to people because I think it's cool that they're starting to follow us. Yeah, for sure. I got this call or text from you regarding something that happened to you up in the M state up north regarding your cupcake business. So tell me that story because this is fascinating. And and for those of you who have small businesses, listen to this and I want you to tell us at johnandallnewmedia.com, have you had this and what things would you have done different about this? So this one was bizarre. In, in, in that, again, I, it was just, I had ran, it was a random text message from an unknown phone number with, um, very little information, basically stating, I would like a quote for 400 red velvet cupcakes. That's all it said. So I start inquiring, are you talking regular mini um, where are you? Because not quite the, f- the biggest order you've ever had, but it's it's no. it's up there. Well, and it was just it was the way the way it was stated. Yes. Um, Nobody, you obviously they have never had your cupcakes, and we weren't. And the phone number well, was not from this area code. No, the it was actually in Louisiana, and so that's why I was kind of inquiring. My answers never quite got. I never got a straight answer right. from the individual, um, I, other than they wanted them large. I gave them a couple of quotes. We kind of went back and forth. And, and then and, and then he... And then all of a sudden he was like, and when I said now, you know, just to clarify, this is, you've said you want 400. You are having a... Or actually what he said was, I would like a quote on cupcakes for an event for 400 people. So I went from, I went to a very simplistic method and said, okay, 400 cupcakes. Mm-hmm. If we're talking regular size, this is my quote. Figuring Which you'd say, ex- I'd only want 25. Correct. And so it was a it was a very large amount of money. So when I told him this, and again, kept inquiring, where did you hear about me? Are you sure you're in the right place? I'm in Ohio. <laughs> you look like you're calling from Louisiana, or you're coming from Louisiana. Just trying to understand what kind of event is this. And we don't ship for at this 400 point. people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I got back a, okay, double my order. Wait a minute, double your order? So now you're asking for 800 full-size cupcakes? And this was in the $2,000 range at oh, this yeah. point now? Yeah, so. it's, and, and he was ready to give me his credit card. And I like freaked. I was like, wait, don't send me a credit card. I would like to speak to you. Because every question I had never got a truly straight answer. Right. Like, where did you find me? You've never had my stuff before. Who recommended you? Like, he didn't. And or she, he or she, I don't have any idea. Didn't yeah. give a name. We don't know Wouldn't who this is. Wouldn't tell me like where they were. And but then they said, said, they, said they would pick them up here in Columbus. And it, again, it was the way they said it. I'll pick them up by myself, yeah. which disturbed <laughs> me again. I'm like, well, what do you mean by yourself? A- Angel watches a lot of CSI episodes. Oh. So she she's seen every Criminal Mind CSI. She figures every transaction she does with cupcakes is going to land her in a dumpster somewhere. So she that's why I, we make sure her phone is always on GPS. Thank you. So it's just, it was a concern. And again, I think it was the lack of, and I again, I don't mean this in any ill way, the broken English and the way the text was, the fact that I wasn't getting clear information. Yeah. That it was just, and the person was just ready to hand over a credit card. Was recommended to us from a friend in Fort Wayne. We do have friends in Fort Wayne, but nobody who knows our cupcakes. Or has ever had one. And to to spend that kind of money. 
So here, out of the gate, just seemed so bizarre. So this is how Angel and I function as a business. Uh, she she contacted me. She was up in the mm state, and she contacted me, and we're talking as I'm walking around the parking lot with my car in the garage now. And I said, uh, I said, I, I don't feel good about this either. Um, and let's take a look at a couple things. One, the order was too big in the sense that it would she would have to take. Her her cupcake business is a side business. She would have to take a massive amount of time off work, burn up vacation time to to do this order. Yeah, and then even then, it's still a it it it's too much. So I just said to her, my feelings are we should say this is an order beyond what we would normally do. Quite honestly, you know, I'm not I'm not saying we like the big box chain cupcakes or anything like that. But typically when you get an order of 800, you're not buying custom cupcakes. You're buying them from someplace and they're just a side thing to whatever or else you're is going, going to. And I mean, you know, you're going to a, an actual legitimate bakery. You're going to a yeah. freestanding place that has commercial kitchens, commercial ovens, a staff yeah. that can do that. We're, so a home, can, we're a home bakery. We, we do everything legit. You've already but, heard my issues with my oven, but, so I can't even imagine. But we can't crank this out. So she responded back. We've talked about this, and we have to pass on this. This is beyond the level of our production. So, you know, and I, I felt very comfortable. We never heard anything back. Um, I got an okay thank you. When I when I texted the next morning, and, and maybe and, this person's listening to us on the podcast, and we're sorry, but I but I'd like to find out from other other uh, bakeries in our cupcake family here. Uh, have you run into these things? And obviously, I'm sure some of you are going to say, "Well, you need to have a contract. You need to have things in writing." And absolutely. And obviously, we, uh, as we said in the customer service episode, we never say no at least at first until we kind of peeled back the onion. Well, and I kept asking for a phone call. I said, yeah. "I would like to talk to you. I would like to to work this out. I would like to speak to you." And and there was never an agreement to call or contact. It was always a yeah. well, let me give you my credit card and let me and I'm like whoa wait yeah. time so, out. So there was so. enough reasons to believe that there, this may have been a scam, and I I think probably yeah. was. And if it wasn't a scam, it was certainly not a professionally run order. No, it's just it made me uncomfortable. And I granted I'm not would I have loved the money? Of no, course. Sure. I mean who wouldn't? But at but, the same time, but there's a, a level that you have with business that. You know, making 40 cupcakes will make you money. Making 2,000 cupcakes where you have to take off work at this point and break your back and bring in help, there, there's a profit. Uh, you, uh, there's a curve or whatever you yeah. look at. Well, and I also think the quality would suffer. Yeah. I mean, there's a point where it's like, you know, because when you do the math on what he was asking, we were at 37 dozen and, cupcakes. And, and theoretically, he's driving them back 12 hours know, away. Well, so. I don't know where he was and going. Because again, again, he never said he was in Columbus. And so I have no clue. Best practices. Do you, as a as a bakery or a small business, whatever it is, do you have uh, these types of situations? And, and what are you, have you established some policies? I'd love to hear them. We would share them on the show. If you send them to us in an email, if you even want to be on the show, I'll record it. Um, John at ondomedia.com. Uh, leave us a comment on the Apple iTunes if you're listening to us there. Um, I'd like to hear some more ideas because I think this happens a lot, and I would like to find out more because we're we are like all small businesses. We we just don't blow off people, but but there's a time when you have to unfortunately say this doesn't this doesn't feel right, and I'm not I'm not going to waste any more time on it, especially when I don't get a number. So so that was our first thing, and that kind of leads into our second thing is um, was shipping. We don't ship your cupcakes. No, we haven't <laughs> wanted to mess with it. So no. I've gotten a few inquiries, but because I don't have the understanding and the and 
any of the things worked yeah. out. I just haven't been able to. So Angel and I were up up in the mm state, uh, enjoying as in if you could only enjoy uh, being with us because when we get up in the morning, if there's not free uh, coffee and donuts at the hotel we're at, we definitely we search out local places yes. to find coffee and donuts and such. So we found a lovely little place up in uh, I can't remember what the name was it it wasn't Holland it was somewhere. Holland uh, was the second one. It was the other the, one. The, um, I don't even know where we were. Mus- Love, well, was it Muskegon? It may have or been. someplace outside Lovely of little place. And we walk in, and they've got coffee, and they've got uh, donuts, oh. and they've got cake. And they cake everywhere. I did, Decorated I, cakes, beautiful cakes. Didn't see I a lot of like, cupcakes. No, not particularly. But I did, like, they had a display case when you walked in, and it was like they had very nicely decorated things I've seen on number of all of your pod you know podcasts listen to me instagram Instagram pages Mm -hmm. and and on what i've seen on pinterest i mean very well decorated so we we went up and uh and we were and i of course often she's you know drooling and being very you know like as angel does when she's in other bakeries and stuff over then i said she she has a cupcake business and the lady the first thing she said is are you shipping are you shipping your product Mm -hmm. and and they basically told us they are in the process of shipping they're getting the stuff down to how they're going to ship because they've figured out it is going to be a game changer for their business. And they already yep. they we found out later we saw two or three others. So they yep. weren't a one one place only shop. They were multiple places, and they are looking at shipping. So Angel and I have discussed this. We're not idiots. To the fact that you know there's this thing called Amazon that shipping things is a good thing. Um, but I'm really interested in finding out um, th- those again cupcake businesses or other businesses. How has shipping changed your business? Um, and we're and there's there is a hassle, but the, there is a reward to the hassle if you get paid more. But you know, again, we've looked at it as we just want to stay local, we want to stay fresh. We're not sh- we do know you can do some tricks with with shipping and freezing and stuff, but um, I, I I don't know. And and of course, with our business where it's at right now, I'm not sure if that's something we would want to take on, but. I would love to hear from some other bakeries and cupcake places and whatever you do and tell us, uh, has it has it changed your life? Have you taken um, maybe a side business to a full-time business because you figured out you can ship these things and how you do it uh, and help us out? So, you know, we are normally the Answers Podcast, but today I have questions. I have questions for you people. Yes, and they're all directed toward me. So yeah, they are. if I could sound pitiful and grovel. <laughs> Please, oh please! Well, we're just looking at that, and I'm, I'm not... yeah, because I just I I want to understand it, and I you know I there's a cupcake, I think it's called Cupcakes by Melissa or Melissa's whatever, and she was on some business pot, you know, some business. I don't know if she was on Fox Business. Well, there's or, one in this, New York. You're yes, talking about that's her. what I'm talking about. That, you're, that Julia showed me her stepdaughter, and she's shipping, and she's on Amazon, and and I put an order in. Um, I said, you know, let's just see how these come. And I started to put in an order, but then when I saw the shipping cost, I went, never and I, mind. And I have a feeling there are many people out there who are in our situation. They they have a home bakery. They're doing it on the side in the, out of their home. And there's some of you who have had the home bakery and have moved into a storefront or moved into a full-blown bakery situation. Or, and I'm using cupcakes as an example, but this really could work for anyone. Um, how is how has the shipping world changed your life? How have you figured it from taking it from point A to point B? And I'd love to hear those stories. When I hear those stories, and I'm sure a lot of people, and you may say I'm not much of an entrepreneur, my, my thought is there's no way you can make money that's just adding more cost to everything and that's not going to make, make you money. But um, there's always options, which leads us into our last story of the day. And this is a fun one because uh, Angel and I, we have, this is all we talk about is food. So 
Pretty much. When, when we say we, we like to go to casinos, you can know darn right because I'm a cheapskate. We don't go for the gambling. We go for the buffet. Yes. So and especially when there's seafood on said oh, buffet. So we were up in the M state again and we decided to look at a casino that she found an ad for yeah. that had seafood buffet on Sunday. Yep. Well, sign me up. Where do I send my money? Yes. Well, let me explain what happened, though. We we live in Columbus, Ohio. We have a lovely casino here. We've been to it many times. I actually haven't been at the buffet that much. because I've never been to that buffet. Kind of expensive. No seafood. Bing, bing. I'm done. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's a big casino, and it's got big flashy lights, and it's very, very impressive. And every time we've gone there, and granted, we don't go there a lot, it doesn't seem like it's that busy. Yeah. So lots th- of empty tables, lots of empty seats. So this is the beautiful thing. This is a marketing story if you haven't figured this out yet. So we go to this casino and we drive up to it. And I'm like, this is the most boring exterior of its casino in the middle of no- nowhere I've never I've ever seen. Yeah. But they got a seafood buffet. So we get inside and we immediately see as we open the doors, there are people packed from end to end of this place. Mm-hmm. And there's not just people packed with it. Every single one of them are carrying a brand new crock pot. It's like, does Everybody this place... Everybody had this... Instead of having casino chips, they have crock pots? Yeah, that that's, come out yeah that's what John's like. What is happening? I'm so like, funny. I don't know. I mean, there's a, the people, and we all know the people. My mom is one of them. It has the little stroller thing. And instead of like a stroller, it's the crock pot sitting in it. Yeah, instead of them using it, they had their crock pot we stacked are, up. We are not... I mean, we are not exaggerating. There was probably at least... Let's just say 2,000 people there. And eight, oh, easily. 70% of them were all lugging a crock yep. pot. So... Yep. This was the tale of two cities, and I and I and this is this is where unfortunately Angel rolls her eyes probably and thinks, "Why did I marry him?" Because <laughs> all I'm doing the whole time is like, "Look at this! This is genius!" Because I would have never thought of this. But you see, the casino here in Columbus, which is a little bit more metro, a little bit more fancy, doesn't do this. They are giving away tickets for a BMW or a Jaguar or yeah, something like that. Things that are unrealistic. I don't care. I'm not going to win it. But you see, and nobody goes there because they're going to win a Jaguar or a BMW uh, in the points system or whatever they have with the casino. But at this place, apparently anybody can come in, and they had apparently an electric knife giveaway the night before. He it, said it was something they do on Sundays because like, John asked the guy. He's like, so what's with the crockpots? Yeah. And the guy said, we do a giveaway every Sunday. And it's kitchen items. And it's, yeah, this month was kitchen items. So like last Sunday they had had an electric knife, and there was, but that was their promotional and I'm going to say gimmick because that's all it is, but it is literally a serious promotion that got people in the door. Oh, everybody I mean, was there. And everybody, everybody. Had, everybody had a crockpot. So let's break this down. If you In your small business, you may figure this out already, but maybe in case you're just new and in fundraising, we call this, you know, how much does it get you for your first, for your first donor, for mm-hmm. your first gift? How much did you have to invest in that donor? Um, and typically in, in commercial marketing, we say the same thing. I have to spend per click uh, to get my first customer. So I may spend $30 on, on Facebook to get them to click it and order my product. But I know in, in three or four months, I'm going to make money back because they're a returning customer. So I looked at this whole casino thing as a, a great example because they probably spent, these were not, um, they were not high end, high end crockpots. These were nope. probably, we couldn't even find them on Amazon. Not easily, no. Found, found the brand, but we couldn't find that specific yeah. low end crockpot. So we're gonna guess at wholesale, 
you know, they, they got him off a boat going to like, you know, Sudanese victims or something like that. <laughs> you know, they, they got these crock pots maybe for 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. If that, it, uh, for the way they were handing those things out like candy, that might've been even cheaper. And, I mean, and they were doing, and everybody had one, but you know, you think about, but they had to, they had to spend casino points. And I think it was like $200 or 200 points. Some sort of, yeah. So it was like the more you play and the more points you racked up, you could then, once you got to 200, you could print out a voucher, take the voucher to the thing and get a whatever. Like food, so, it's like not food stamps, but those old, those stamps you used to get that yes. get like stuff at those stores. So it's kind of like going to Kohl's and you get your Kohl's cash for yes. every whatever you spend, you get so much whatever. So, so for, for $10 a person, I'm sure the casino made out you oh, know, with, with $200 per customer. I'm sure some people did win and so forth. But it's a to me, it's a good example of they knew, first of all, they knew their audience well enough. Yep. Crockpots and this kitchen stuff worked. And I'm sure these people didn't need the crockpots. They were probably getting early Christmas shopping done for their family. So, yeah. so if you live up in the M state and you get a bunch of armor crockpots for Christmas from grandma and grandpa, <laughs> I can tell you right now where that came from. Yes, indeedy. There'll be no receipt in the bag. No, there's no receipt in the bag because it came from the casino. But here in Columbus, they don't do that type of marketing. They're doing a different thing. And, and again, I don't know what that thing is. Maybe but... <laughs> they're doing well. Maybe I don't know anything, but I just know the casino up north was packed. They had a blues band that was great. It was uh, for a Sunday afternoon. Remember, we are in the middle of NFL season, and it was packed, and nobody was in watching the NFL games. No, yeah, we were in the little bar area where the guy was singing, and the guy didn't even know. He was making crockpot songs. Yeah, was he great. was like, he goes, I don't, he goes, what is with all the crockpots? So he didn't even know what was going so, on. My hat's off to the casino up in the M state for some great marketing because you are you got people in the door. Mm-hmm. You did, but you did it. You understood. Somebody there said we're gonna we're gonna give away a hundred thousand dollars worth of crockpots. Yes, but you made probably a million dollars that yeah. day. So this is a good example of when we look at what we're doing with should we ship the cupcakes? Well, yes, it may cost another dollar per cupcake, but do we know we'll make another? five dollars in sales a, a common thing i deal with in nonprofits, and and i'll be done but um i i do i deal with a lot of nonprofits, and they bless their hearts they're they're good people they don't want a single dime to go anywhere else but to the nonprofit. so oftentimes they will not accept credit cards or paypal or anything it's like we want all the money and they, they take three percent or five percent off the top and i always have to explain to them i appreciate that and that's noble of you but the problem is you're, you could be making another $20,000 yep. because you don't give the convenience of credit cards and PayPal. Mm-hmm. So you can sit back and say, yeah, you know what? We had a $20,000 fundraising campaign and we didn't send 3000 of that to the credit card company. Or you could have made a $50,000 campaign, yep. sent 4000 to PayPal or MasterCard or whatever, and you still had over $45,000. What's the most important thing to your nonprofit? It's making the money. Yes. So sometimes you have to pay a little to get a lot. Mm-hmm. And so these are the questions we have. And I would love to hear your stories. I would love to bring you on our podcast. If you've got a computer, obviously you do, and you got Skype. We would love to have some stories that we could feature on our podcast. Because um, I just love talking to small businesses. And we do not have all the answers. And we are very proud to say that. Uh, but we would love to feature some answers uh, as we have these questions with our businesses as well. So... Uh, John, J-O-H-N, at ondomedia.com. That's the email address that I use, and you can send me information. And, and if you want to write a response on our Facebook page, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. And uh, we would love to have you join the party here. We are a fast-growing podcast because we just 
have so much fun talking about all these cool things. And I'm hoping any moment now, I'm hoping the call I just got is that my car is ready to be picked up. Well, let's cross our fingers. Let's cross our fingers. Or else <laughs> next week's podcast is going to be probably about, the. it won't be about the Chevrolet dealership. It's the place that's that's refixing a wheel that I hit with a curb. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk stuff. about that later. So again, we are a service at Ando Media. Thank you so much for joining us and continue living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ando Media.